Hello, this is Guillermo del Toro, and you're listening to Out Now Podcast. Hello. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... I like the variety. Yeah, it's me, Abe the Wolf. Out Now is a film podcast where Aaron and I normally discuss the movies like you. However, it is October, and as we do every October, we're having our special horror bonus episodes, uh, where each week we have a, a, very, a different themed episode that takes on horror in some interesting way last week uh we developed our horror hero squads where abe and myself along with our guests each form different squads based around uh heroes from horror films this week we have the inverse of said list we are doing our monster squads where we will be we'll be uh, putting together our ideal monster squads based in part off of the universal classic movie monsters but from the different varieties of them we'll get more to that as we get first let me get into some let me let me uh introduce our guests that we have this week uh, first up, joining us from the Brandon Peters show in Wise the Blue, he's alive. It's Doc. It's Brandon, Doctor Acula Peters. Yeah, she hate me, Doctor Acula. Also joining us from Wise the Blue, still determining if Wolfman's got nads. It's Jason Gilman Coleman. Oh, he does. He has nards. I have it on good authority. <laughs> and from Joe Blow, single-handedly trying to restore the dark universe. It's Skinny Jimmy O. <laughs> Jimmy. I just have no comeback. I've got nothing. We're kind of creating nothing. a new dark universe tonight, right? We are. Oh, yes. our own, our own. Yeah. He's here. He's actually here. Nice. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, mentally, no, but yeah, physically, I am here. So it's all good. Well, Yay! whether we have your physical or corporeal form, Jimmy, we're just happy to have you in general. Glad to have you back uh, on the on the horror episodes with us, as always. The uh, the the, the Voltron of Out Now is complete now that we Voltron. can do <laughs> this, this this horror special. Um, what better what better way to have all of us here than to assemble to talk about monsters? Uh, this is going to be fun. Much like last week, as I already stated, we're going. We all, the five of us, have all formed teams or squads uh, based around uh, this week monsters. Uh, not just any movie monsters, but ideally, what we're going for is monster squads based on the classic Universal monsters. So a Dracula, Wolfman. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, did you say dragula yes a dragula yes. because the monsters this episode's devoted to the monsters so it only makes sense um but yeah so the, now we're not going to pick specifically just the ones from the you know the classic 1930s 40s 50s monster movies from universal we're going to pick variations on those from throughout film history but that is the basic premise of this episode so it's not going to be you know obscure monsters or you know one-off monsters from different horror movies just the like the base the base units when it comes to the monsters i feel like i've clarified this funny enough and i think you'll get it as we go through our list here but what we're going to do is go through a round robin uh like we did last week and kind of just go through each one of ours one by one um and of course we could also talk about how we formed our list if we had any strategy here what we wanted to go for etc etc i think that all makes sense i think i've gotten all the parameters out of the way now at this point we all good to go we good to start this thing off Let's do it. Okay. Oh, that was very. Uh, that was very. Uh, that was very sexy. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Let, let's squad <laughs> these monsters. Let's let's do it. Let's uh, let's have a space jam. Um. Okay, Brandon. This week, let's start jam. with you. Let's start with you, Brandon. Let's start How, with me. Yeah, I'm gonna start with you. I want to start. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. 
my my first how'd you uh, did you have a strategy for forming your list i wanted some obscure picks mm-hmm. and you kind of had to go obscure with some of these people or be creative with them so i'm gonna maybe lean on that but uh my first person of my monster i i'm gonna need my squad is probably gonna need like some jams and a tune to like go out to or you know have and they need a little bit of a crazy factor. So I've got Winslow from Phantom of the Paradise from Brian De Palma. That's my Phantom. Mm. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it's a cool movie that people should see. Uh, really, uh, I mean, even if you're like the biggest De Palma fan and haven't seen it, you uh, this is nothing like a lot of the rest of his uh, output. Um, and it's a quirky movie. And yeah, this is a, a nice spin uh a unique spin on the family opera tale that i really like and uh go with that what's the hey. palma's funniest movie is it what is the palma's funniest movie i'm trying to think is he have like my movies that are like hi mom i don't know no, it's not. <laughs> uh, that's Scarf- the yeah. scarface maybe but maybe not intentional maybe if it's got one of those audience like you know shout yeah. backs or something kind of the paradise yeah. fits the at least it's more it has its quirky vibe, like you're saying, Brandon, for sure. Yep, and it's a more Jessica Harper who's fun to watch and doesn't have, mm. I don't know, it doesn't have, seem to have a lot of like, when you're like, say, there's not a lot of like big name. She's got a limited amount. Of, it's not like she wasn't working, but of like big name projects that instantly attract. This is probably one of them because you'll find her with Suspiria. You'll be oh, she's in this other horror movie, Fan of the Paradise. Um, yeah, but all right, and then of course Great. Paul Williams, a lot of fun. Okay, so your first pick is uh, is Phantom of the is your Phantom. You chose a Phantom uh, for what your Phantom. When he wants to... Yes, for for the tunes. For the yeah, we for need the, a, for, we yeah. need something to for send the, us out. Yeah. You, need, you, need a, you need a Glenn like Plummer, <laughs> aka Tune Man. I right when you guys are gonna go into a fight, hit it, Phantom, and just plays the organ. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, Jason, let's go to you next. What is your first pick on your list here? So I'll pick the most. I, I I'll pick the, what I think would be the most common of mine, so that you know, get that out of the way, and then it gets into the obscure. But I would start off my squad with somebody with intelligence, with fortitude, with intuition, and so that's why I, you know, for my creature from the Black Lagoon, I would go with Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Oh, uh, I would go. You know, he's the brains of the group. He's the again. He's very stealthy, very smart, um, able to be both you know calm and calculated. Um, and, uh, but yeah, he has, he's kind of the brains of the group. So again, the person who can go in first can, you know, assess the lay of the land, but also has kindness and intelligence, um, which a a lot of monsters don't. Put his little flipper on the wall and read the room. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He can literally read the room. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I I had him as an option there too. So that's a great pick. Yeah. Right. So that he is my creature from the black. I was like that, like that was that period where, at least with the first one, where, Doug Jones is doing a bunch of stuff and he's great at it. And then they're like, yeah, but we're going to take your voice out, and put somebody else in. <laughs> right. And they, so they took him out for like that. And uh, what fantastic Four, they put Lawrence Fishburne in there. They put uh, David Hyde Pierce in for the first right. Hellboy. Right, right, right. Pierce though. Good man. He's just like, I don't want any credit for this. Like let Doug, Doug Jones is the guy that deserves it. And it was really, that was, you know, that was cool with him. And then the second one, they're like, Doug oh. Jones has it. He gets to do it. You know, he gets to be the voice and all that. For sure. For sure. Abe Zabian's right. a cool right. character. I, yeah. I, is all right. I uh, <laughs> well, well, all apes are also connected, so you know, I know him personally. If you want to, um, how it goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, you should see Abe's hands, oh my God. flippers. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> all right, Jimmy, let's shoot to you. What is the well, first? Uh, 
the first guy I wanted to go with really isn't a universal monster, so I'm not going to put it, pick him. Um, I was really prepared for the show. Um, I'm going to go, I think I want to start off with, because I want someone kind of cool and kind of fun and kind of classy. I feel like uh, Jerry Dandridge, uh, Chris Sarandon in Fright Night would be a good um, kind of the show guy to, to start things off, to, to get the shit going. I like that. I, I want him, Jerry Dandridge. From Fright Night, and the you know what I like the the new Fright Night too. The but new one's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, new one's awesome. Yeah, well, let's, you know what? Bring them both. I don't care. Both Jerry's. <laughs> Bring <Yeah>. them both. <laughs> it's Rick and Morty now. Jerry's. <laughs> Two Jerry's. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Jerry Dandridge. One, it's a wonderful character. I mean, it's it good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he certainly has all. I was like, "Who are you going to pick, James Bond?" And you're like, "Oh, Jerry Dandridge. That makes perfect sense. He's, he's got all those yeah. qualities." <laughs> yeah, he really does. He has like the James Bond of a. Uh, it was either him or Lestat, and I was like, well, "Let's Stat. go, with Jerry." Lestat rules, man. Come on. Yeah, but a yeah. vampire named Jerry—that's just good times, right there. I, that's like right? pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and honestly, Fright Night is one of those movies that I, it's it holds up. Both films hold up so well, but that classic one is just. What a great cast! What a mm-hmm. great movie! What a it just—it's so funny. It's actually it's one of the few really great, great, brilliant comedic horror films that that just manages to work on both as a scary film and as a funny movie. It's I love it. I absolutely it's, love it's it. It's literally hitting 4K this week, right? So you got that. Yeah, Steelbook 4K. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, or no, it's not best by I was gonna say Brandon's got to know that. <laughs> my, my, so my, mine, I was supposed to arrive today, and they like UPS was like, "Oh, it's going out tomorrow," and then it's like, "Yeah, USPS was like, yeah, it's going out today," and I'm like, "USPS doesn't deliver on Sundays," and then then all of a sudden went, USPS was like, "Hey, your package is ready for pickup." But then Ooh. I look up USPS, like so closed on Sunday, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, nice, nice trick you pulled yeah. there!" Like, and then U- nice U- UPS was like, "You're so cool, USPS." Yeah, U- UPS <laughs> was like unavailable for delivery. They said it was unavailable. I'm like, "Yeah, I get your trick. You'll deliver it yeah. tomorrow. I can't possibly go to pick it up today." I see what you did there, but yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Jerry Dandridge, good pick for sure. Yeah, it's a good pick. Hey, let's mm-hmm. shoot to you. What's the, what's your list this week? Is another basketball this is, squad? Yes, yeah. Great. I also formed another basketball team this week. You know, similar to to what we did last week. Uh, this first pick here is going to be very out of the box, but I need a center, and I need somebody who's going to be able to guard the paint. Who's also big, bulky. You know, can make the read, but also uh, knows how to play defense. So I have to go with Boris Karloff in 1931's Frankenstein. If you watch him specifically in that movie, he's got some moves. He's not like slow lumbery. He's able to like juke a little bit to the left and he's to got the right. Some jukes, you know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not like lumbering around, just being like, um, but yes, Boris Karloff as my center, uh, as Frankenstein. First pick. That's I mean, solid draft choice. And yes, yeah, put him in some sneakers, some size 18s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <it'll> be- <laughs> he's already got those lifts, right? He's <laughs> got the lifts, exactly. <laughs> Just don't take them bowling. That's what I say. <laughs> no. Um, good. All right. Boris Karloff. There you go. Yeah. Aaron, who'd you pick? I just like seeing him in the center. <laughs> like, like a wolf He's dance. Like, get, get pass it to me. Goaltending. I'm ready. I'm ready. Don't throw any flames at him. That's it. And you have like 
like Ash from last week on your list. Like he's trying to like get the ball, and Frankenstein's just oh, like, oh no, I, Frankenstein <laughs> would smack the hell out of him. Yeah. You're you're in trouble if it's NBA Jam. Abe, because huh. the guy, uh, he's on fire. Yeah, you don't want to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would freak him out. Oh, no. He'd run out and make him leave a well, Somebody's got to make another basket, yeah. <laughs> Put him, yeah, cool him off a little bit. So, but, All yeah. right. I've uh, I've once again gone with the um, kind of uh, positions based on, like, squad roles yeah. um, uh, for my list here. A little looser, just mainly because I picked the monsters first and I assigned them to said roles, but but I still, I, try, I tried to, like, distinguish them that way. That's the first time I have my leader, uh, the ones that, you know, just kind of guiding the guiding the train here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'm curious how much leading he's able to do, but I have Klaus Kinski um, for Nosferatu the Vampire. Wow. Uh, where <laughs> Werner, Werner Herzog's remake of Nosferatu, nice. um, Klaus Kinski. I mean, he seems to have things under control for the most part. He's got his he's got his place right. He's got his he he makes the ship thing work. He has a whole plan involving getting to shore and bringing the plague with him. It seems. I feel like if he was in the command of a team, he he, you know, with some restrictions, he'd have a good head on his shoulders and how to how to pull things off. Um, Plus, you know, he's got, you know, he'd probably relate to like one of these Gilman characters that you guys brought up with his with his weird hands. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Klaus Kinski performance. I think it's pretty fantastic. And uh, I'd be happy to have him as the, the leader of my monster squad. Interesting. interesting, interesting. The idea of saying in control and Klaus Kinski, which yeah. would never seemingly be in the same <laughs> sentence. But in this, in this case, it works. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like the, like I listened to it, like I watched it last did I watch it last year? I watched it recently at some point with the commentary from Herzog. It seems like they got along more on this one compared to uh, some of their other projects. So it's like, well, that's nice. At least they could relate over Nosferatu. Um, but yeah. Okay, Brandon, shooting back to you. What's the next pick All right. on your list? The rock dribbles around. Yes! Uh, dribbles no, around the, the monster. Uh, Basketball <laughs> horror theme. Oh, that would be Teen Wolf, and you could pick him today. Nice, um, but that's <laughs> not where I'm going. <laughs> alert, right? Yeah. So I need somebody who's gonna like be able to, you know, when our monster missions need someone who can scout the area but not mm-hmm. be seen, someone invisible, like the predator from the Predator movies. That's, so that's fun. My, that's my <laughs> invisible person, and he can hold his own in case he gets caught and things go crazy. But he, yeah, and dead. Any iterations fine with me of the predator. Yeah. No, uh, you need to pick one. A, pick a pick a predator. You got some predator the options. First one. OG. <laughs> yeah. OG. No, the Jean-Claude Van Damme from the cutscenes. Oh, of the original oh, yeah. Real OG. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, I'll go with the first one. Uh that predator. Kevin uh, Peter Hall. <laughs> what? Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah. Yep, Kevin Peter Hall. <laughs> that's that's who I'll go with. The OG Predator. One of our great actors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harry. As I've established, two perfect actors, John Cazale and Kevin Peter Hall. Flawless records both. Yes. True. That's a great that's uh, a great definition that, yeah. of, of invisible man that you've got there. Yeah, I, I really that's, dig that's it. That's clever. Yeah, I like that a lot. Clever. Not really a man per se, but he can invisible person. He's, he's a muppet. He's a muppet of a man. He can mock the voices of a man. This is true. Yeah, want to turn around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Anytime, yeah. <laughs> the Billy laugh. <laughs> you like Shane Black's joke. Yeah. Uh, I also like how you mentioned that, like, if he gets into a pinch, he can get out of it. Yep. Or he can just blow everybody up. Yeah. He like, can just nuke the really area. Cool. Yeah. Yep. That's true. 
One of those a lot of options. Already damage done, guys. Go on to the next <laughs> place. All right, Predator. Cool. Uh, Jason, let's move on to you. What's your next pick here? So going into the vampire realm, I would say, you know, I wanted somebody who was, you know, charismatic, a little, little quirky, but at the same time, a bit of a heavy. He's my, he's the, the heavy of my group. Um, so, you know, um, I will go with Severin, Bill Paxton from Near Dark. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. one okay, that's a good one, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So he's, he's kind of a stud, you know, you see him with the ladies a little bit with that Southern charm. So he's got, he's got a little bit of that and he's quick with the quips, finger looking good and all that. And, uh, all leather. And uh, yeah, all leather, but he, but he knows how to get down and he's definitely the heavy, like he'll definitely, yeah. uh, you know. He'll definitely uh, be uh, be the muscle of my group. So yeah, unless he yeah. has to face off against Adrian Pazdar, known muscle bound uh, hero. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, yeah, Severin's great pick. That's a that's a one wonderful choice. Bill Paxton's great in that movie. That that whole um, bar sequence is pretty spectacular. Uh, one of the most they... underrated uh, vampire movies ever made. I, I think it's one of my favorite vampire movies. Easy. Easy. Early Catherine Bigelow, hate it when they ain't been shaved. Big fan. Yep. Good choice. Very cool. All right, Jimmy, you're up. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if this counts, but I, I kind of feel like it should count. Uh, probably Audrey, too, from Little Shop of Horrors, the 1986 film. She, she's kind of green, leafy. Does that count? Can we do that one? Is that okay? Plant. Horror? I'll allow it. I don't know. He's just like, he's a universe. I'll pick someone else. I, I really have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to find a straw that could bring it between that and a no, classic okay, universal monster. I, well, I told you, I'm just not, not prepared. I did. Wait, hold on, hold on. Is, I can't remember too much. Is the plant a creation? No, it already exists. It's an alien. It already exists. Yeah, alien. Yeah, it already, That's what okay, it is. Yeah. It came from like a Never meteor, mind. right? Doesn't okay, he have a whole song so... about it coming from a meteor? <laughs> Uh, so fuck the plant. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go with. Uh, can we can we skip me for this one? <laughs> you know what? Back to you. I, Just I a second. Oh, no, he's got one. He's got one. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. I'm uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm not prepared. Um, uh, it was a very busy week. Um, I'm gonna go weird. Uh, I think if you're gonna get weird, you gotta get the Invisible Man right. But what if he's not invisible? What if he just thinks he is like Ed Bagley Jr. and Amazon women? Oh, <laughs> he stole it. That was on oh, my well. list. He nice. stole it. I never thought anybody would get that one. Oh, nice. he stole it. Oh, off yeah. the cuff too. He off wow. The cuff. That's how like good you are, Jimmy. That's, in, that's impressive. That's yeah. pulling it out of this ass. Wow, in your face. That was my Smell comic that. release. Oh, wow. Jimmy, uh, I mean, still, still the gold wow. standard. Wow, now I got to scramble. All right. Oh, shit. Welcome to my world. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. That's definitely Thank a good one. Nice. I haven't seen Amazon Women on the Moon. It's, oh, it's funny. It's, a, it's Amazing. Ridiculous. It's funny. Ridiculous. Amazing. Really Love funny. Amazon Women on the Moon. Grew up with Amazon Women on the Moon. Amazon Women on the Moon. It's really funny, Aaron. But also, You're Ed Bigley Jr. What a what a guy! Is it like a spoof movie no. or what? Yeah, it, it is. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's a it's like an anthology spoof movie, but oh, it's got a wraparound yeah. of this Amazon Women on the Moon, which has a yeah. hilarious ending. To it. And so the it's idea really the funny. idea behind the behind the behind that segment is that he's he's an idiot who thinks he's invisible but isn't, and so his <laughs> his, his sidekick his sidekick Trent goes and tells people, oh, you know, pretend he's invisible. So he walks around naked and they pretend he's invisible. He's like the comic yeah. relief. He's like the idiot of savant of the group. 
We've oh, got a Jerry. Like, now we've got, you know, uh, what, what was that name? Trent? Yeah. Trent. Yeah. Great podcast yeah. for names today. Yeah. yeah. Mine is basically the Suicide Squad of the horror group. That's why I'm doing the oh, most I dig ridiculous it. people ever. That's who I'm doing. Yeah. Ed so Baker Jr. should be in the Suicide Squad. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, way to reach in and grab that one. That's good. That's <laughs> a good pull. <laughs> Abe, what's uh, what's next for you? Abe's going to have need... every Universal Classic Monster original. That'd be what? hilarious. <laughs> I, I almost did, but then I was like, nah. Uh, I need a power forward, and I need a power forward who is strong, can also enforce, kind of play defense, but very quick as well. I'm trying to build, like, a new-age modern team. I don't need, like, you know, uh, Tim Duncan would be great, but I need a faster Tim Duncan. I'm going with <laughs> one of the werewolves, any of them, from Dog Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Have yeah, you guys yeah. seen oh, how okay. tall these guys are? They're, like, six, seven, six, nine. Good power Come forward. Come on. Yeah, power, very strong. You know, they'll kill you. <laughs> Except if they have like silver or you know bullets to that, but hey, you can't have those in basketball games. Oh, uh, they have them. It's called Coors Light. <laughs> Tap the Rockies, silver not a sponsor. <laughs> but yeah, six foot seven, six foot nine, really strong, really fast. You know, like they can take a lot of damage and keep going. So you know, like a lot of bumps and bruises in a forty-eight minute basketball game. So yeah, give me, give me a, a werewolf from Dog Soldiers as my. I mean, you've, you've, you've explained the logic. It all tracks to me. I'm just basically, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that was, that was actually in my consideration. Cause I, I, I've only seen dog soldiers for the first time very recently. And I really oh. liked it. Uh, oh, that was your first time. I thought you were I told revisiting you. it. No, I yeah, thought I you were revisiting yeah, it. I, yeah, I, had, yeah. I was, I, oh. I had not seen dog soldiers before I got okay. that 4k. And it, it's, it, I was telling you how insane it was, how much I, I can't believe I hadn't seen it because of given how much mm. I liked it. Yeah. It's totally it's a great movie. It's totally always right. I always forget how good it is till I revisit it, and I'm like, yeah, this is better than I thought. Like every time, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. totally it's, it's totally a... up my alley. Like it's the, so given the, the, and... the like the horror movies I like, like that's like exactly what I wanted. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I might have to do it for really for a night's good. commentary. Yeah, his those early films of his were really good, mm-hmm. included that and The Descent. Yeah, The Descent. Neil Marshall. If, yeah. if people are listening, mm-hmm. no wonder who I'm talking about. <laughs> But a dog soldiers yeah. is. I mean that, that that I always say about Neil Marshall, he makes violence like hurt as you're watching it. You're like, yeah. oh, like he's really good at yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'm up next, right? Okay, so um, I next up is my muscle. Um, I need a, mm-hmm. I need a, a, a strong, strong part of my squad. Not that Klaus Kinski can't hold himself in a fight. I'd like to see that though. But um, I my muscle. Uh, I'm pulling a Jason Coleman and doing a cheat here because I got two. Um, I have uh, Haru Nakajima and Yusuketa, a.k.a. Gaira and Sanda, a.k.a. the Gargantuas, a.k.a. Baby Frankensteins from The War of the Gargantuas. Uh, there you go. These two are pretty much unstoppable. I mean, they're they're giant Frankensteins. You know, they'll fight each other because things happen. But I, I imagine if I put them on a team, give them a nice T-shirt, um, you know, they'll group up the way they need to. And uh yeah, be a be a very dependable part of the squad, given that they'll be insanely tall and you know can destroy cities <laughs> with a merely just a stroll. Uh or the Gargantua's super fun movie. Um they I mean it is a like a quasi sequel to um how do you back back up all this history? It's like a there was 
what's it what's the frankenstein movie there's a frankenstein movie in japan that's a sequel to king kong versus godzilla that then had a sequel oh yeah, yeah War i know Gar- what you're talking about or yeah. the gargantuas mm-hmm. uh which has a uh, what's his name you had um nick uh he's in monster zero also or yeah um ah oh, that's gonna bug me uh, but, mm-hmm. but regardless, he's in the Frankenstein one. They replaced him with Russ Tamlin in War of the Gargantuas because why not? Uh, but that movie was super fun. And yeah, I have two giant monsters on my team now, both both Frankensteins. I imagine if you stack them on top of each other, put a coat on them, you got one big Frankenstein. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. They can get an R-rated movie that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can't because they're young. They're they're very tall, but they're actually quite young. So. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, my, my, my muscle is the Gargantuas. Great. Uh, all right, shoot back to you, Brandon. What's next on your list? All right, uh, I'm gonna. You know, everybody needs a wolf, right? Me, that one to sure. just run around, you know, hit people, yeah. like convert others to wolves and things. Um, I'm gonna go with my favorite, uh, Ginger Fitzgerald from Ginger Snaps. There you nice. go. Personal favorite werewolf movie of all time. Uh, mm. Also, her sister becomes a werewolf at the. Yeah, well, she gets bit at the end of the next movie. She's the Spoilers. werewolf. Spoilers! But... Oh my god! Yeah, uh, but yeah, I love it. and she's vicious. It's a coming of age story, so you get a lot of uh, puberty stuff going that adds to the rage of uh, the werewolf. And uh, yeah, just on the attack and ruthless as uh, she truly is. And she's got like a wicked like white hair look to it towards the end. That's kind of always creeped me out and stuff, but. Um, Tough Canadian werewolf. Oh, I mean, Canada. You swore to me that you're going to choose Tom Everett Scott from American Werewolf in Paris, <laughs> but I mean, fine. I guess. If you want to go Last minute change. <laughs> Last minute change. And I and I know I told you blood and chocolate werewolves were like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blood and chocolate. But, uh, <laughs> I, I went in a different direction. Got to keep him guessing, Brandon. I like yeah, it. I and, you know, I was, and, and Abe was like, can you do a Jacob from Twilight joke? And I said, I did a Twilight <laughs> joke last time, so no. <laughs> I did ask you that. <laughs> I thought you were going to go more in the wolfen direction. Though. Nope. nope. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I just bought that movie. I just bought Wolfen Two. Jesus, mm. good, good, good. Mention. Beast Within. Wolfen Two's out. No, Wolfen the first one. I bought it. <laughs> Stop wolfing around. <laughs> yeah, Wolfen. But yeah, Ginger Snaps. I know it's a favorite of yours. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I expected it okay. on your list, honestly. <laughs> so yep. good, good. I'm glad, glad it came true. Uh, all right, Jason, let's go next to you. So obviously, I had the uh, the I had the the brains, I had the the brawn, you know, but also the the male, um, you know, uh, uh, tempter. I need some temptresses. Mm. So uh, so uh, my werewolves are are uh, uh, cheating again. Uh, 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 a group, a coven, if you will, but for the vamp- the uh, werewolf uh, uh, sect. Uh, I'm going with the werewolf girls from Trick or Trick or Treat. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I knew you were going there. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. I was They're just tempted. gonna go pack when yeah. I had pack when it's one of mine. But like, <laughs> yeah, I want them all. They all, they, they, they were they work together as a group. They do. They're, yeah. they're temptresses. They draw in you know a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of different uh, different guys, including you know good guys, some bad guys. You know they uh, they provide th- their skin is great camouflage. You have no idea. You know they're able to attract both predators and uh, nice people and dispatch them. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I, I. Those are those are the 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 people that I want the females yeah. that I want on my team. So I'm going with the werewolf gals from Trick or Treat. And, and Jason, I've got more to lend to Jimmy in case he can't take a <laughs> So exactly. they also know how to you party. You want one of the Jason. trick or treat wolf? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> party hard. 
team up with that, uh, you know, that phantom from Brandon's team, and you've got a great jam going. Yeah. Yeah. Tone. Yep. Yeah. Nice for the chapter meetings. Yeah. It's something that that's going to it's one that's going to be on the, in theaters uh, this October. Trick or treat. Yeah, since, it's going to be theaters. Since it was a direct yeah. to direct to, to DVD movie back in the day, um, and maybe he did it... mention I, they just screened it at uh, at Beyond Fest, and I mm-hmm. guess that I saw a little article that said that he said it was that a sequel is is uh, he's, 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 he said that. He, yeah. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, he said that. He said that. We'll see. He said that a lot. A couple years ago, he's not Be great. He says it on. We want some Factory Blu-ray, I think, too. Really? It's been in thoughts for a long time. But I mean, I'm certainly certainly welcome to Sam. Sam and the you know the gang come back. Yeah. Sam, Sam, and the return of the return yeah. of Brian Cox, uh, just still oh. handing out candy. It'd be great uh, if it was like Succession Brian Cox, though. He's like at a penthouse now. It'd be great. Uh. Uh, the, those bus driver retirement funds really kicked in when he sold yeah. his bonds. <laughs> um, I assume we're all fans of Trick or Treat. I, I know that yeah. like it was originally structured to be more anthology and more like a traditional anthology before it kind of put it all, you know, mished it all together. Do you, do, you, do you ever ever any thought of like what it would be like to watch it that way? Does that interest you at all? Or do you like the just the structure of how it works? And I, I I think it really plays well, especially with like the werewolves, like you're you're saying, like that's such a good reveal as far as kind of yeah. teasing out like what's going on with that crew. I think it makes yeah. it more interesting among the anthologies because of the the fluid way with which it tells a whole story, but yet there's these segments that you're going through that mm-hmm. hand each other off. And there's yeah. so much interconnection in that movie. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's what mm-hmm. that's what helps it because right. they're not so separate and just have Sam. They they are right. really interacting with each other. So. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun that it's basically just the city in itself, and then there's just like little vignettes. But Dylan Baker shows up in like all of them, or or at least like a couple of them, and it, it's really fun that way. So yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's just weird to think of it like in a you know in a. a more traditional order like that where it just feels like it would just throw everything off like i don't, I don't know what that edit even looks like but yeah uh, that'd be yeah. like that'd be like a, a like a tales from the crypt like the og one where like the santa claus monster guy and like the blind people so it's like yeah, I mean, but like you're still like you're going back in time constantly be like now it's we're here again and it's like oh yeah right? it's i don't weird. know how that makes sense like what's your wraparound and then like clearly the last one's what brian cox has to be but what's yeah I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't it's... know. I think it was a happy accident that it worked out. You know, or things that he didn't want to happen made it work better. But... That's what Warner Brothers said when they're like, "Let's delay this three years and put it out on DVD directly." So and build the yeah. legend of this being this amazing movie yeah. for yeah. years and years. <laughs> you haven't seen it? Oh, and now it's out. Wow. On DVD. We well, here's hoping Trick Two Treat comes out sometime soon. Um... <laughs> here, here, here. Uh... Our treats. Let's, there, yeah, there you go. We're just pour it. <laughs> Some more candy. Colon, smell my feets. That'd uh, be hilarious. Nice. That would uh, really sell it. Put throw it off the racks. <laughs> That's what yeah. Oh, yeah. You know who'd be going to see that movie? You A bunch of kids. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what's next? Uh, you know, obviously my team is really not meant to win because I'm. There's no winners here. Little... We're all winners. Okay, You've got good. a suicide well, squad. There's no. You've there's no end of it. Yeah, that's, we're that's we're loading the continents with them. So you're like, yeah. you're like so, Europe. <laughs> I I mean I so I'm getting romantic here. We need a romantic hero. I like this. Well, of course, we have Amphibian Man from The Shape of Water. He's okay. perfect for this. That's Doug nice. Jones. 
in anything. I love this character so much. I loved his performance in this movie so much. I love Sally Hawkins in this movie. I just think it's uh, beautiful. I don't. I know a lot of people that didn't like it after it came out after the hype, but I'm like, don't care. I think it's beautiful. I love it. Um, and I, he did it. It was a really interesting character. You know, there was a lot of depth to that. Uh, Doug Jones is a genius. He's a, he's an absolute genius. But the what he put into that role was just. It's literally called Amphibian Man, yet there's so much emotion and depth to that character. And I, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's a consideration okay. of mine for a while. Good. Just a great movie. Doug Jones might win win overall between all of us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I also consider him because he's like 6'10", but you know. No. Yeah, big man. Lovely guy. Yeah. Um, he is a lovely guy. Yeah, I've I've have no notes. Shape of Water, it's a really good movie. And that's a great character. It can certainly hold its own. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a big old clown. Oh, it'll, it'll catch you in the throat. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. I had it down as an option. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody yeah. calls him out, Richard Jenkins would be there. Like it's a wild animal. Ah. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. Uh, Abe, what's next for you? All right, I need a small forward for the team. You know, somebody who can play a lot of great defense. Um, somebody who can also. Possibly score from time to time, but I'd rather just this be like the defensive lockdown person because they're not too small, not too big. Uh, I'm going with Imhotep from The Mummy because he can like, you know, generate a bunch of scarabs whenever he needs to. He also has got like a dead army to help him out. But, you know, one on one. We're talking 99 Imhotep. 99, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Mummy Part 1 Imhotep. But I, I really dig that he's able to, uh, you know, move laterally. Uh, he's got great lateral movement. He, he looks like he could jump pretty high. I mean, he could create like a, himself like in a sand dune, right? So let's go, man. Great defense. Give me that. Yeah, he'd be a great blocker. That's for sure. Just a yeah. whole bunch of sand right in your Lock, way. Blocker. Exactly. Blocker, yeah, yeah. Blocker. And, you know, again, just like my dog soldier guy, takes a lot of damage. Keep going. A lot of height in your team. Yeah, this is the <laughs> modern age, baby. <laughs> How tall is Frankenstein? Like seven one? He's not short. <laughs> he's no Aaron Eckhart, like you pointed out last week, and I had Frankenstein. But I mean, he's he's, he's solid enough. How about you, Aaron? Um, what's next to my list? I need my wild card. You know, I have my leader, I have my muscle, but I need someone that you know, in a pinch, I don't know what he's going to do, but it's going to probably help my team out. Um, so I'm thinking Claude Rains in The Invisible Man. Uh, I, okay. I think here's a guy who could either you know prank a few people by being like look at my fake head that's not here or <laughs> murder dozens of people on a train because he's fucking crazy like one of those things is going to get the job done <laughs> uh and i feel like that's the kind of that's the kind of wild energy i need uh to make sure that my you know my team stays ahead you know i got my i got my vampire i got my my giant frankensteins and then i have my <laughs> insane invisible man um but we, i think is a uh, wonderful crowd reigns just Terrific in that role. Sinister. Yeah, I like the wild card aspect of it for sure. Mm-hmm. He's just in the back of the van. Wild yeah, card. In the back of the van, you know, like, hey, man, uh, you feeling up to go do this suicide mission? Yeah, sure. Why not? Today feels like a good day to die. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, that's my next pick there. There you go. Brandon, let's shoot it back to you. Okay. Uh, I need Mike. Yeah, you know, everybody needs their leader guy, the smarts, the in charge. Uh, but I want my leader, since we're a monster squad, to not be afraid to, you know, get dirty, get grindhousey, get exploitationy, and that's why I went with Blackula as my vampire. Like it. Nice. 
So I I like both those movies. Um, Scream, Black the Scream, huh? Scream, Black yeah, the Scream. I like Scream, Black the Scream. It's got Pam Greer in it. Uh, I might actually like that one a hair more. I don't know. Um, but I think, and I've always thought like those two movies get like rocked out as these like ah look at these exploitation, but they're actually pretty good. Like the first one's pretty good. They're not like these like joke type things like you like to think like there is some low budget like crap in that exploitation like like Blackenstein is but the Blackula ones are legit rock solid. The second one's a bit more goofy action oriented stuff, which you might be more entertaining right away, but the first one's pretty good as it tries to sell a solid Dracula in modern times type story. So for sure. I mean, they got style, like what they don't have yeah. in like huge budget. They still have in the fact that you have people that are putting in a very specific kind of effort uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, pr- provide approximations of what a horror film from for, you know, for this specific audience, you know, in the mm-hmm. time of black exploitation films, it, it's doing the job. And um, William Marshall, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he's got swagger. Like, you know, you, yeah. don't just, you don't just get, you know, oh, yeah. you don't just get hired on to play blackula a version of dracula i'd be like i hope he's okay like the guy's the dude's got style he's not it's not rich around tree baby he's not like billy d williams he's still got right. his own thing going on like it works it works well yeah he's intense when he needs to be he can there's even some sympathetic natures to him you see his origin story where he gets you mm-hmm. know screwed over and stuff but like he works on all levels like the best vampires should and the best draculas would and i definitely think he's you know people know him but I think in the the way you should know him is overlooked, but I I agree, and I do I I don't know what where the uh, the the you know the the fathom release of Black is going to suddenly you know start the revision train going as far as mm-hmm. history in regards to the movie, uh, but it'd be nice because there is there is a there is something like a special quality about plus give a black man an excuse to wear a cool cape in a movie it's gonna work oh, yeah. out for you <laughs> like that's that's just good stuff like i might not be the biggest fan of vampire in brooklyn but you can't say Eddie murphy's not dressed to the nines in that movie like he oh, looks yeah, great right? <laughs> yeah it looks great right great poster great po- it is a great poster yeah, it is <laughs> i wish that movie was better but like <laughs> uh wes craven eddie murphy get together oh this it's vampires oh no <laughs> but he still looks good that's the thing as does blackula who is a good pick i like that pick okay jason let's go to you okay okay so since since jimmy took my invisible comic <laughs> relief i need a comic relief guy for my invisible man it was gonna be ed bakley jr now i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna switch gears not as not as quirky but still it brings the funny and so let's go with chevy chase with uh with uh, memoirs of an invisible man, the John Carpenter right. film. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I need somebody who's not only invisible, but has a good sense of humor, can help bring the group together. Um, and so, you know, who better than than Chevy back then, you know, with his good sense of humor and sort back of- Back then the in the 90s, but everyone yeah. loved Chevy Chase. Not yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. a bomb. Yeah. That's what they said about <laughs> Chevy Chase in the 90s. <laughs> it bombed, but it was still cool. Give this man think- a talk show. That's what they said after <laughs> memoirs of an invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> not the greatest movie but but again i i need i need a comic relief guy for my for my team so no, you're good yeah, I, i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick, pick chevy john carpenter memoirs of invisible man we're just coming off talking about vampire in brooklyn you're fine like it's, it's really, <laughs> memoirs of invisible man i i saw that for the first time last year and like it it certainly has its like highlight moments in there like it, and you know you got chevy too but like the effects are like Really good. Mm-hmm. The effects are yeah. quite uh, for that yeah. for what ninety what two ninety one, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, 92, yeah. Yeah, like they're good invisible. Somehow that always works. Like I you never watched an Invisible Man movie be like the effects were bad. It seems like they always had like from the 30s on. They're like we nailed this. This <laughs> one mm-hmm. like that's that's the easy one to nail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And some fun stuff in there. Sam Neill's fun in that movie. He's having he's having a fun as a villain doing his thing mm-hmm. right before Jurassic Park. Yeah. John Carpenter villain. Um and they got along. John, John and him, yeah, they're like, "Hey, you want to do another one of these with me?" Oh, let me finish real, up Steven's dinosaur movie, and then I'll, the, I'll get back to this. You want to do an, a real one of these John Carpenter movies where I put my name above the title? You want to do one of those? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I think uh, Memoirs is better than advertised. I think it's you know great or anything, but like you said, the visual effects hold up quite well, and that's part of the, a lot of the enjoyment of the movie. You got Chevy trying to do his thing. Like, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. Nah. All right, J, uh, Jimmy, what's uh, what's next for you? Well, I was, I was kind of going to go a little more obvious, but I'm like, no, nah, I want to, for my werewolf, I need some, I need a little meanness. And a, I, you know, you need the badass. Now I'm going to go with Eddie from The Howling, played by Rick Robert Picardo. He he just wanted to give you a little piece of his mind. And I, I, <laughs> I that, that performance of his creeped me the hell out back when I first saw this movie. And I, I still, I mean, you could have all the, you could also, also have Marsha. I think it was um, uh, Elizabeth Brooks, yeah. I believe is her name. It, I like those two characters. I love the werewolves. I love the makeup effects. I was going to go with David Naughton, but I have too much nice on my team. So I want to go with a few really, really nasty people. And they were great in those movies. That movie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, there's famously only one howling, right? That's that's it. They just stopped there. That's they, really no. yeah, like, I, I, Oh, I was I was gonna say I thought, I thought two rules, I, man. I thought Brandon was gonna be like the marsupials, man. No. The marsupials. No, I, I'll stand for Halloween or the Halloween howling two. Your sister is a werewolf because it is a ridiculous kind of good a, time. Yeah. That's a great title. I do like that title a lot. Howling two. Your sister is a werewolf. <laughs> you know, Simple Danning's just Simple Danning's like. I'm here. Let's do everything you want. Peter, uh, uh, freaking uh, Christopher Lee signed up because he's like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna let that Halloween thing down. I will sign on to your horror film to play a Loomis type role. And they got that. And then there's everyone's favorite Captain America, Red Brown. So, yeah. what is there to lose here? Exactly. Love that wait, movie. Wait, 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 wait. Are you, Brandon? Are you saying you don't have the marsupials in your collection? I do have the marsupial. I have oh, the, I have all the howlings. <laughs> I do. I have them all. Of course there's one you do. There's only one that's on DVD that I have. Wait, and... there, wait so there's. Sorry, I haven't seen all eight. There was a, There was a, There's one with marsupials. Yeah, the yes. third one. Third one. The, the marsupials. One. Oh, yeah. I, don't have to, I don't have to wait long to get to marsupials and how movies. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, marsupials. Yeah, there was like a a really shitty company that put out like a three disker. Screen Factory eventually put out marsupials, but there's they put like three, four, and like six. Or something on a on a disc, and that's like, I think it's out of print. And goes for astronomical prices. I'm like, it's not worth those prices. <laughs> the the tagline is just when you thought it was safe to go down under. That's amazing. What is yeah? That? It's Australian. It's like like, after after like three, like they start having like nothing to do. They're just like, is this a script? I guess those are wolves, and they'll they'll make it. Like that's 
That's so from be, from after so after two they go to different animals at that. So the marsupial are there well, other... the marsupial. It's it's weird. Like I'm not that attached to the series to let be an expert on it. But <laughs> it's a. I'm just fascinated that it's not just wolves after the first yeah. two. Like, this they, is well, a surprise to me. Ha- I think they start not having money to show the wolves. And oh. I think that's part of. Oh, they use the famously yeah, cheap marsupials instead. <laughs> the famously cheap marsupials. You can get three wallabies for the price of is one. That wolf. The one? There's like, one like a wallaby. circus. Like, I guess we'll have to do. Yeah, ne- on next year's episode. howling, howling, yeah. howling franchise. Recap, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> where we. Where we we beg Joe Dante just to say hi on the podcast, and then that works out for us. Howling Five, the Rebirth. Oh, the Howling Four, the original nightmare. Oh, is that where they go back to medieval times and explore the origins of the Howling? That's like that's that's like, hey, this is a real one. And there was and there was Howling Reborn. Yep. That one. The Rebirth. 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 Howling Five. Yeah, Reborn sounds dumb. Terrible. Yep. There's both. There's the rebirth and a reborn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Five is the rebirth. The There's eighth six, one's the, the freaks. Oh, that's where you're yeah. one of them. Yes. Oh my god. Nice. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Marsupials yeah. goes down with electric boogaloo, just have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, yep, for, yep, ti- yep. for titles. Howling, howling three. The marsupials. Yep. And the wrong four titles. <laughs> I, I mean, your sister's werewolf's film. pretty good. I you think the marsupials <laughs> one's Australian? Maybe? I think it yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, what are the odds? Um, so that, yeah, okay, <laughs> good. Uh, you're in for a treat going through all those, Aaron. Can't wait to hear your uh, reactions. I assume they're all like two hours, right? Really get your go. Oh, they're probably 80 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure Brandon's got like an extended cut that he could lend you. <laughs> I've got the work print on VHS, man. <laughs> they cut some good stuff out of marsupials, just saying it would have made a lot more sense, probably bigger fandom. You edited your own movie? Who are you, Topher Grace? <laughs> uh, okay, let's, where are we? Hey, boy, what's next for you? Who's next on your roster? I've got two more people on my roster. I need a shooting guard. The shooting going. guard is typically the guy who scores a lot of points uh, and historically has been somebody who has had a huge attitude, right? You know, think of people like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know, Reggie Miller. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Tracy McGrady, all these people that you read in the news, they're like, they've got big egos, big personalities, mm-hmm. but they're great players. Give me Kevin Bacon's hollow man as the invisible man <laughs> shooting guard. He's a little handsy, I will admit. A Jesus. little bit crossing the line. Yeah, he'll just but <laughs> you look at Kevin Bacon's history, two basketball movies. One of them, The Air up there. there. Yeah. And the other one, a few good men. He's playing basketball. Kevin Bacon, great basketball player. And Hollow Man, really handsy, kind of needs to be held back by his teammates. But hey, you know or what? Murdered. If he wins, he wins. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, my shooting guard. For... HR department's gonna get raped. Yeah. I know. I know. This is why this is why as he matures as a as a as a player and as a human. I, uh, he'll hopefully you should have went less... for Christian Slater from Hollow Man 2. Still hollow. <laughs> You also know, a very wholesome guy, but I haven't seen him play basketball. That's the reason. Well, he boxes. That's his thing. Wow. Broken arrow. Oh, okay. um, yeah, good pick. Most unsure pick, though. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. Yeah. Well, you chose an actual basketball player, so I mean that's a big start right there. Like he's one that <laughs> like he's he has experience on a team, uh, and as well as recruiting him. Uh, he's the yeah, original, exactly. Recruiting he's the original Adam Sandler from Hustle. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, he's got that going for him. Right. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? I, I like for one thing, I'll be like, are there any other movies where Kevin Bacon plays basketball? There probably is, and we're gonna probably have to, we're is, definitely gonna yeah. have to find that sure, out. In the, in the, I'm in sure the there's a scene in Quicksilver or something. The Woodsman. <laughs> He's holding a ball on the poster. Uh, the Woodsman. I mean, like, it's like I'll bet you that there's like a Wikipedia section devoted to him playing basketball movies. I'm sure. Oh, that's I'm sure a giant Reddit subthread. Um, okay, my next character, I have a, I need a schemer. I need someone that has some kind of de- that's good responsible for dastardly plans. Uh, so you know, someone that's gonna get things set for the for the rest of everybody to kind of be in order here. We you know we are not a leader, but we need someone that's gonna make the plans. Um, and I thought, who better than of course Bob Ivy as Bubba Hotep in Bubba Hotep? Okay, um, here's my mummy. Um, someone that his his plan is simple. It's to it's to get in you know in the back way rather than go all out and be big. Why not go through an old folks home and you know suck the life out of the old folks and then you know regain whatever he's trying to do <laughs> like, no, 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 his end goal is beyond just getting more powerful um and like leaking a scarab every now and then speaking of scarabs Abe. uh yeah. but yeah i think Bubba Hotep, uh, for one thing he's a stylish guy for being a man that's you know old and bony he's still got his, his cool hat still you know he's got some got some things going on um but uh no i i think boba hotep is a yeah, for one thing, it's it's very fun to say Bubba Hotep nonstop, uh, but also I mean, that, for, and also that movie rules. Uh, but I, I, as a as a horror villain created to go up against, of course, none other than Elvis and JFK. Uh, strangely, that part was deleted from the Basil Lerman movie. Um, I I really enjoy what Bubba Hotep has to offer as a as a counter threat. I like it. Yeah, my, I didn't. I, that one spaced. I'm like, oh, that's a good. That's a really good. Okay. It is fun to say. Yeah, Bubba Hotel. Bubba Hotel. Yeah. Bubba. Say that through comes fast. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brandon, we're at our final final entries here. What's your what's your oh, final yes. entry on your list? All right. Uh I'm gonna do my Frankenstein's monster. Uh, I've got so I've got muscle here in the form of my my predator and the wolf. They can go through, but I need someone with like some speed and some other weaponry to slice and dice. And so my Frankenstein monster is Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I like it. Fully trained. Plus he can bring some emotional value to the group. Yeah. Um, not finished yet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go out and just cut people up. I love this pick. I also thought about Edward Scissorhands as like a, a person being made. And I was like, I just can't fit him into a basketball team though. He'd, he'd puncture <laughs> all the, all the balls. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big help in that regard. But. No, but I love the pick, Brandon. I mean, yeah, also, violence, not sport. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he'd be a great, like you know, uh, team morale guy. Violence and I, sports famously never go together, so that's that's mm. good. That's good to <laughs> don't watch boxing or hockey. <laughs> but uh, I I like that pick a lot. That's uh, that did mm. not occur to me as far as uh, uh, you know people that are made. That's a, that's a really yeah. good choice. Uh, I also like that it's it's almost like the uh the uh Captain Planet guys. He's like he's like heart, you know. Exactly. Yeah, he's the he's the heart of your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not Predator. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably fire, right? <laughs> yes. I give him that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not the Phantom. That's for sure. No. Phantom no. like Frankenstein. Not big on fire. <laughs> he had an accident once. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to talk about it. All right, Jason. What's your final pick? So anybody who knows me knows I'm a, uh, my my pick is is uh, is notorious with 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 my with my uh, my fandom. 
Um, so, uh, so, you know, I want to go with my Frankenstein has got to be, uh, it's got to be somebody, somebody I'm going down the, uh, the, the branded Peters road here, going down the sleazy, going down the grade B, going down the, uh, exploitation road. And my, my Frankenstein is Patty Mullen and Frank Hennenlotter's Frankenhooker. Uh, oh yeah. So, I mean, she, I she, she's on that. a date. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, totally teachable, amazing best lines, you know, amazing, uh, you know, picks up the sleaziest guys. So, I mean, you know, that picks off, you know, the, the, the nastiness can regenerate with new female body parts via, you know, Jeffrey Ooh. Franken. And, uh, she's got both strength and electricity on her side. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the want to date. I'm all about Patty Mullen. In I Franken. love that movie. Yeah, Brandon so given the heart sign. I love that yeah. so much. It would be so much. Awesome. <laughs> we don't talk enough about the electricity factor when it comes to our Frankensteins. That seems to yeah. <laughs> no, we do not. really really grounds the team. Yeah, it's true. All right. Jimmy. Well, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure. What was that? That's amazing. He's like, Jimmy's, right, Jimmy's like, got God, sound effects. Yeah. I was going to say, that's totally a Jimmy thing. Like, got, like yeah. oh, my, I think my group's just going to pretty much, I don't think we're going to play basketball. I don't think we're going to storm anything. I think we're just going to get stoned. Um, you guys are, yeah, you guys are guys yeah. smoking pot in the bleachers. Pretty chill group that's you what, have yeah. here. So you guys are like yeah. behind the bleachers. Like Jerry's the only one that's like, hey guys, are we going out on Friday or what? You're like, yeah. yeah right. You got a joint and you got like a 40 and a brown bag and you guys are all sharing it. That's yeah, what you're under the bleachers. Yeah, I dig what's it. Happening. That's why we need a really, really cool chick to kind of, um, you know, hang with us and, and kind of be tough and kick ass a little bit if we need to i guess if we're you know we're... so i'm going to bring in julie walker melinda clark from return of the living dead three as like i can count as a frankenstein's monster absolutely i, would, I, she, I she thought about created... that one but i think she would she would definitely count as a frankenstein she's created so i'm like cool and and she's I just, that movie is that is a movie that just shouldn't have been that good and it's Really, really, really good. Age pretty good too. I remember. I I tell people like when I we have all this glutton of zombie movies now. I'm like, I remember when I got pumped for Return of Living Dead three straight to video because that was it. That was like all you got at the time for like zombie new zombie movies. And so I like read that thing. I watched it up and down a lot. And it's a freaky movie. Like when that one dude has like the contraption and you can see him like remembering stuff but not like it is spooky but melinda clark melinda clark is is the gold of that movie yeah she's great steals that right she is all in and yeah it's does it yeah an underappreciated like it it goes with that series but yet sets it off in like a brand new way yeah it's not nearly as like the nihilism's different like the first two are like treating the whole Mm -hmm. end of the the world thing like a joke in the midst of it like this is more it has more sadness on there's more pathos that you can throw into the characters uh, than, yeah. the, than the other two i would yeah. love to see like i would have loved to see this film did that series go in that direction and have a sequel to that like re- a true sequel to that film because it's such a great idea and it's so fun so good and, mm-hmm. and really holds up well like you said brandon really a, really does it's a different team at that point right it's not the same people involved in the yeah it was you, it was brian usner yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but it's not like even like the writers and it's like that's it's just not even the same no. people and it's just they took the no, basically no just, russo no bannon it's just like yeah. the name return of the living dead is what they took at that point and they just yeah, did their own basically. thing basically yeah it still works yeah all right abe who's completing your lineup my last pick i needed a point guard 
kind of runs the team, kind of team captain. Uh, so locked in, like almost one in step with the coach, uh, floor general, somebody who can pass, shoot, uh, probably play defense. Uh, but my pick here is uh, Adam Sandler's Dracula from Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Have you seen you Adam Sandler player. playing basketball? This guy is dishing dimes like nobody's fucking business. Yeah, but did like, you see the movie? He's very acrobatic in the movie. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. if it's just for a team, as long as you're not talking about yeah. how bad the movie is. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you know. Fucking movie. I mean, Dracula in Hotel Transylvania, you know, he's he's got a heart, you know, because he's got a daughter. But he's Fair. also got a dark side, so he's got a chip in his shoulder because, you know, they killed his wife. But he's, again, very acrobatic. You know, limber. He he leads the entire squad there too. So great, great, uh, innate uh, point guard skills. Give me Adam Sandler. You know, just throwing dimes at people. Yeah. They brought animation oh, into our discussion. <laughs> no one else has. I yeah. didn't even think about that. I got. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. I considered a you know Frankenweenie for a little bit there, but it's like, what is he really gonna add? Um, but no, I like that. Abe <laughs> he has add, he adds a love level. So. Abe, you got a two one. I like that. You got a vampire and a Sandman, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I call them a mummy, but I guess yeah, he could be a Sandman. You so, would have yeah, an emotional yeah. support Good pet one. with Frank and Weenie, Aaron. Your team might mm-hmm. need that. A bunch mm-hmm. of bunch of aggression there. Yeah. Yeah. Klaus, right? Kinski, Klaus Kinski would need that emotional support. <laughs> uh, yeah, I second that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure the gargantuas are all really warm and nice. They all cuddle together. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. You know, just this giant wall of protection. <laughs> gargantuas. Um, but my 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 uh, my final entry here. Um, this might help as well. I, I needed the, I needed the, uh, I needed the talent. I needed mm-hmm. the, um, you know, the, the person that's going to, you know, bring some extra skill in a whole different way in all of this. Um, this is my wolf man character, um, which would of course be Michael Jackson in the thriller music video, the thriller. Oh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has other forms he takes, but he does become a wolf man. Um, and it, but he's bringing that talent, you know. He's he's got the charm, he's got the style, obviously. He's got the dances. He's got he's got it all. He's you know he's he's yeah maybe a little trouble behind the eyes if you stare too closely. But I think um, mm-hmm. if you're rounding out this team, you know, I, I, Michael Jackson coming in a Thriller, it, even in full uh, Wolfman mode, wearing that Letterman jacket, not unlike Teen Wolf, uh, I think he's going to get the job done and, uh, and really really bring the team together in the right way. Plus, I, like I mean. Brandon, you start off the tunes. I'm ending with the tunes right here. There the we thrill. go. Oh, That's right. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You've come full circle. Yeah. I like it. anthology style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh also. Yeah. The only thing is that Aaron, you know, you can't get him too riled up because then he'll just shout, "Get away from me!" <laughs> at you. It's not going to be great for Team Morale. Wild card would love it. <laughs> <laughs> he could be a wild card. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that completes my list. That completes all of our lists. Uh, that said, I'm sure we all have alternative roster picks um, for for some of these here. So you want to want to go through some of these, Brandon? You want to go through some of your alternatives? Yeah. All right, my alternatives for vampire, of course, I have my personal favorite Dracula, Christopher Lee. Hmm. Um, I did have Klaus Kinski on mine. I had, of course, Gary Oldman, Frank Langella. I had Jerry from Fright Night, uh, Frankenstein's monster backups. I had Herman Munster from Monster Go Home. I like course, that. Boris Karloff because die. Glenn Strange, a very underappreciated. I had that uh, too, actually. Yeah. And he's like the one they use images from all the time. But mm-hmm. uh Clancy Brown in The Bride. 
Mm. That's wow. a good very, one. Yeah. Very, oh. very interesting movie. There you go. Movie. I, nice. I, I, did, I think that's a fascinating movie that people think is trash, but and that's a good sting and, and uh, Jessica Biel. Yeah, and that's a good one because that that's what launched him into uh, into Highlander because they had seen him, they had worked together yeah. and the thing, and then they saw him in that. So, oh, yeah. it's awesome. Nice J- Jennifer Biel's the way, man. But it's like, what if you know Dr. Frankenstein made you know the bride and wanted to f her? So there you go. Uh, but it's it's a fascinating little movie. Um, then my other wolves were I uh, had a uh, Reverend Lowe played by Everett McGill and Silver Bullet, mm. uh, John Grease and the Monster Squad, uh, alternate mummies Christopher Lee's from Hammers the Mummy, which taking away the Karloff one, that's like the best mummy movie. I had that as well. Like uh, mummies, uh, had Voslu, who was at the time in '99 was like guy who looks like Billy Zane, but I know isn't Billy Zane. Mm. And famously, uh, very much looks like Liam Neeson. So it's like, yeah, make him dark, man. Right. Uh, creature. <laughs> creature. I had Abe Sapien, had Shape of Water. I had the Merman from Cabin in the Woods. I had the fish creature from uh, Larry Fassenden's Beneath, which mm-hmm. is a nifty little oh. co- horror comedy. Oh, film. yeah. yeah uh, nice. My other phantom I have was Robert England in the 89 Phantom with Jill Shulin. Not Gerard and, Butler? Huh? Not Gerard uh, Butler? No. <laughs> what about for Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Dracula 2000. Dracula 2000. Rock. I believe it's Wes Craven presents Dracula 2000, guys. Look at it right here. <laughs> and then, okay, so my Invisible Man picks, I had Oliver Jackson Cohen, uh, Vincent Price from Abbott Costello, and The Invisible cool. Man Returns. And then, uh, funny, I, Kurt Russell from Now You See Him, Now You Don't, the sequel to The Computer War Tennis Shoes. Wow, there you go, boy. So those were my, those were my <clears throat> back when but he was good. Wow. People say, "Shit, yeah. man. wow, what a, yeah. what a deep roster you had going." Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I'm ready for any weird. Uh, I know Jason and I might be on weird wavelengths with things. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. well, he might pick that. So <laughs> I got, I got tr- some traditional ones, some deep ones, some wild ones. I like so. how we who had no overlap except Ed Bagley Jr. This week. <laughs> that's, that's I know. I, that was, I was going to do that people. last because I was like, nobody's going to get that. Nobody remembers that except for me. Wow, it's impressive, Jimmy. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, and that was like, like I said, I, I've just, it's been such a crazy week. I didn't have the time to really think about my ideas. And I was like, well, that's always been one of my favorite versions of the, it, the other one was Oliver Cohen from um, Invisible Man. Mm. But I was, I was like, well, that's boring. Everyone's going to do that. So I figured Ed Bagley, perfect. Dang it. Well, Jason, any other? Uh, or Brandon, I'm sorry, were you done? That's it. For Jason, how about you? I didn't I the only one I the only one I was thinking of was I was like I was like for a for a quirky kind of kind of off-kilter one that wasn't really a mummy was like when uh she comes up to Brian Cox and she goes, That's a great mummy costume. So maybe you could throw <laughs> that in if somebody went with my trick-or-treat werewolf women. Other than that, I I I, I thought my list was solid, man. I didn't think anybody was gonna get on the off this list, but we're good. Cool. <laughs> Abe, any subs? No subs again, just like last week, just a coach and an assistant coach. Yeah, what were, what were these? Strangely, both werewolves. <laughs> First one, head coach Jack Nicholson and Wolf. All right. Have you seen him at Laker games? He's just shouting at all the players, he thinks he's a part of the team. 
Makes no real reason not, why. Not anymore. Makes, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He's retired now. Maybe, maybe from Wolf, maybe you could go with the James Spader character from Wolf because he yeah. eventually turns into Wolf and he's a bit more, a little bit more cunning. And his whole plot is to get Jack Nicholson's job. So, I mean, it yeah. just makes sense. There you go. Yeah. And he's also a little bit taller than Jack. Um, Probably. And then uh, assistant coach, obviously, Michael J. Fox is Teen Wolf because, you know, he's a little bit small, but at the same time, he's got a lot of heart. So, He's he's, he's a great not, coach. Um, Edward, uh, what's it? Edward Herman, his father, just showed up with glasses on. Not I mean, he, he was he was more menacing than anybody else in that movie. <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't be a bad pick. Wouldn't be a bad pick. See, I would think I would think I, I would think Brandon would have would have shouted out Jason Bateman, Teen Wolf Two. Yeah, man. I didn't go with that. yeah, yeah. No, I I was it was there, but like I was like, yeah, I'll go with Michael J. Fox because basketball, I guess. Because Bateman play lacrosse. Let's see, play. It's wrestling. it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Oh, yeah. wrestling. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, just right. a, a coach and assistant coach. But, James yeah. Hampton. Why do you think Edward Herman? Uh, they have similar looks as the father and Team Wolf. Anyway, <laughs> I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> Great reveal. Because he because he died recently. He died like last year. Um, Teen Wolf actor passes. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the longest yard. Also, um, I had a few. Um, um, for each of these, uh, for my uh, vampires, I stuck mainly with Dracula. I had Duncan Rhaegar from Monster Squad, who I think is a really good Dracula in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because there's so many other things going on in there, I think it gets overlooked as far as how good his Dracula is. But I think it's like for like Dominic Purcell and Blade. I literally had that written next as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wow, that was my joke answer. I had it right next to Monster Squad. <laughs> What if we got like a brooding dumbass to play Dracula in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, That'd be awesome. I'm sure he's a plenty nice guy. He's on those CW shows doing his thing. In that movie, he's awful. Um, let's see, for my Frankenstein's, I had Robert De Niro's Frankenstein because dude fucking rips like hearts out of people like with one hand. Like that guy yeah. doesn't guy doesn't joke around in that movie. Um, and uh, I had Glenn Strange on there, and then of course Peter Boyle. Um, speaking of someone that can, you know, shuck and jive, Abe. I mean, free Peter Boyle and yeah. Young Frankenstein. That that's your center in my eyes. Like <laughs> he's the one that can move and put on the Ritz. Both of those things. Um, <laughs> Wolf. Uh, well, my werewolves. I had. Um, I had Jack Nicholson. Uh, mm-hmm. I, had, I, I had yours. I had Michael J. Fox and Jack Nicholson, and then obviously Tom <laughs> Everett Scott for American Werewolf in Paris. Um, of course. My mummies. I had. I had Vaslu and Mummy Returns specifically. Um, Mm, just okay. looks better. <laughs> no one like it's just he's a, he's taking some action in that one. Um, I had Karloff, I had Christopher Lee, and obviously Jet Li and Mummy Two and the Dragon Emperor. Um, oh. that I don't think he could recall him doing. Um, <laughs> let's see, Invisible Man. Not many options uh, as far as classic Invisible Men go, but so you know, it reigns obviously on my list. And then Oliver Jackson going. Um, I do that Predator pull is a really good one. I really, I really it's like the one with that one. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Chevy Chase and all that too. As, as far as like something outside the box is like, I did not see that coming. Um, and then I just had the Lon Chaney Phantom. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as far as my Phantom options go, um, so yeah, yeah, plenty of plenty of things to consider. Uh, but we've done it, guys. We've we've done our monster squads. We've assembled new lists. Now we have to imagine what that would be like fighting our hero squads mm-hmm. from last week and see how that would go. I'm curious how the no, we're just game getting stoned. Out. We're just getting stoned. We're not <laughs> fighting anyone. That's it. Jimmy's Nothing heroes go out yeah. like, where are the monsters at? Peace and love, yeah, man. man. Smell yeah. that? We don't we're do also... those things. We're the good guys. 
Dude, we're all smoking up from with Aubrey to Aubrey too, and singing like suddenly Seymour. Come on, or I really wanted to put that on the list. You're breaking my heart with that, but I know it didn't fit. I'm so sad. <laughs> but what, next time we do a squad and we do all Monster Squad, we do Universal Monster Squad. That's not from I Universal guess. Monsters. Uh, see, if we can we'll incorporate. Maybe that could be a topic. Horror musical. Oh, was that wasn't that a Universal film though? No, Little it's Shop It's Warner Brothers. Damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! Oh, I'll use that plant. Love that plant. Suddenly, see more. No, I'm not anything. Yeah, exactly. Once again, we have done it. Um, we we have our list here. I think there's really we should ma- we should mention the one behind you, but uh, the, the the one that that is the big elephant in the room that nobody wanted to touch, but we all love, which is Leslie Nielsen Dracula Dead right. and loving it. Right. I wanted to defer to you guys for that one. <laughs> I will say, I, I mean the the that movie's biggest problem is honestly Leslie Nielsen's Dracula, which is a shame. Because oh. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I think like uh, like Peter McNichols. It was not a time to pit up. Uh, bring up I spit on your grave Aaron yeah. <laughs> not the time I think I think Peter McNichol in that movie as the Renfield he's great like he does he does the job of that movie uh, and like Brooks is fun as Van Helsing or whatnot but Leslie Nielsen just doesn't like work as Dracula that's the inherent problem of that movie mm. um, but you know it is what it is and that's yeah. the last movie that Brooks directed and we somehow have not got away from that um, yeah all right well we did it we talked about our monster squad we did it uh, our next horror episode, we're taking a break from squatting. Uh, we're actually going to bring in our uh, friend of the show, Professor Mike Dillon, uh, to talk about The Shining. We're going to have a, a lengthy discussion about The Shining. Uh, that's going to be the the episode following this one. And then there's still plenty of fun horror content to come, including our Nosferatu commentary track for the 1922 Nosferatu. So anyone that plans to prepare uh, for said commentary, just know that is going to be the movie that we're going to be watching. Um, but with all that said, let's wrap things up here by going over wherever we can find more of your guys' work online. Brandon Peters, where can people find more of you? Uh, the Brandon Peters Show. It's the BrandonPetersShow.com. I've got plenty of spooktacular things for you <laughs> this month. Ooh, uh, and the uh, Tim Burton Retrospective with Scott Middleton coming in November. We've already begun recording that. And then if you go to Wise What's it called? Tim Burton's Big Retrospective. I get it. So he uses that word in plenty of his titles. Um, usually his good movies have the word big in them. Um, mm. And then uh, whysoblue.com. Uh, I have plenty of reviews and stuff coming this month because getting overloaded with uh, the uh, review copy stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Mm. And then here for these things, but you're already listening. Mm. Oh, and Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. Probably already follow me, but there's going to be that stray listener that's like monster squads in the podcast section of iTunes. Got to tune into this. That motherfucker said predator. I'm following him. <laughs> it is a creative pick. I'm going to be at a party. My, my favorite invisible man movie is the predator. And then predator two. What impression is this? I love it. I <laughs> Who is this guy? That's uh, Brendan Peters as extra in New York movie. It's 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 the uh, I don't know. It's the Rush Limbaugh listener guy. So they go together. That's a predator. Rush. Predator. predator. Don't don't type. No, this, this oh. the horror episodes. I don't have time for the Rush right now. Don't, don't bring that back up here. <laughs> it's a different place. 
<laughs> oh god listen to our air force one commentary track for this for more of this <laughs> um, <laughs> jimmy oh where can people find more of you online uh you can find me at joeblow.com you can find me sometimes at arrow in the head you can find me on the other podcast in a scare where i'm joined by three of my pals and we talk about a lot of horror movies and um uh sound scary is coming back we're very excited about that so yeah we have some new uh we have our our universal halloween horror nights uh coming up which i am not involved in i let ryan do because i wanted to have fun that night so um So I had fun while he made the episode, and he did a great job. So well, that'll be premiering very soon. I'm very excited, and we have a new uh, uh, Sound Scary um, YouTube channel, which we'd love it if you could subscribe. It'd be great. We we'd love you forever. Does that one look scary? It sounds scary. Ooh. Well, maybe it looks scary too. Very cool, maybe. Jimmy. Once again, I think it's very honorable of you to be like, I can't do Cinema Scare at all in October because you have to be on the Out Now episodes. It's just a wonderful way to turn them down graciously, just so you can do our episodes exclusively. Uh, very. And you'll bra- be seeing me tomorrow. Tip my cat. <laughs> very, very brave of you uh, to specifically uh, not do that podcast while you do this podcast. Um, yeah, believe that. That's absolute. Don't listen to him. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> true. Uh, Jason Colbert, what more can people find more of you online? Yeah, uh, well, this month uh, on whysoblue.com, I'll be uh, covering Screen Fest. So uh, that starts October 11th. So be prepared for an initial curtain riser piece. It sort of tells you what the, the movies I'm looking forward to. And then I'll be putting up reviews of different features and shorts and covering all that good stuff. So check it out this month. Nice. Very cool. Everything I do can be found on my personal blog, thecodezeek.com. I write for League of Entertainment and Why So Blue, and I'm on Twitter at PS4. Aaron's, bleh, I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Abe? Get more fun stuff over my Instagram, abe.mua, and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Hashtag the Jimmy Dolan shake and bake. <laughs> he blew out his knee for his coach. God, I haven't seen Aaron up there in years, but like that's very, like that's just a flood of memories coming back it's a it's a very 90s movie <laughs> yes it is um before we wrap all this up guys i just want to note last year we did a pretty terrific final destination episode where we talked with uh, jeffrey reddick about the whole series um and just recently it was announced that final destination six is finally in the works right you have directors mm-hmm. zach Lep- lepovsky right. and adam b stein who directed the film freaks um which is not the they're not directors from the 30s that made the movie freaks but another movie called freaks that's on netflix now the the Uh, todd browning film they they were not the co-directors on todd browning freaks but in fact other directors have made another film called freaks regardless they have been hired on to do final destination six i'd like to think that all of us on this podcast along with of course jeffrey had a little bit something to do with getting the juices going and getting a new line in order so they could finally put uh, put some money away and make another entry in a very fun franchise um that said regardless of when that movie's coming out you can listen to that episode from last year on itunes we can find all the episodes of our podcast all these fun horror episodes um so find us there follow so us on more. facebook and the twitters and all that that's all good yeah. we'll be back next week for another horror episode uh once again brandon jimmy jason thank you for joining abe and i thank you all. oh yeah thank you <laughs> caller number five you're on the line <laughs> But that's going to do it for this horror special for this week. Those are our Monster Squad. So until next time, so long. And have a Halloween spooktacular savings event. I don't know what that is. What? I was thinking about, I was thinking about Magic Stick. Where was this going?
no it became a coupon. Like, what's uh, it's perfect if you ha- if you have like a car sponsor, you go right into the end. Is there I'm gonna go buy some stuff. That yeah, exactly. Where did these wacky no, wavy inflatable tube men come from behind you all of a sudden? It's one of the so most busy shopping seasons of the year. I got a monster in my closet. Someone's underneath my bed. The wind's knocking at my window. I kill it, but it's already dead. It waits till the midnight hour to come. To torture me for the whole afternoon. It just sits there and stares. Get that mind.